Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 904, August 15th, 2022. It was 103 degrees was the high on this day. That was in 1936. And it was 47 degrees on this day in 19. 19- 60. There is summer left despite this cloudy cool snap. Still time to get Aquaside out to get your uh, swimming area free of all the stuff that's keeping the kids freaked out. Uh, Aquaside has been keeping swimming beaches free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years with products that are easy to use and they work quickly. And yes, of course, they're registered with the EPA and DNR. They're completely safe. Take your cell phone down to the lake. Identify your call. Call Aquaside 1-800-328-9350. Now call them up while you're standing there and tell them exactly what you're looking at. They'll identify the problem. Make sure you get the right products and your place will look great all the rest of the summer. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse. On the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I was sent a picture by Gail. A thousand words can be generated by just this one picture. This is Tesla's roadside assistance vehicle filling up at the gas pump. Ooh, boom, boom, whoa. Boom, 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 bam. Boom, 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 boom. What song is that? That sounded like doom, the animals, doom, doom, didn't it? Ah, yeah, it was the animals. That we got to get out of this place? We Boy, gotta get out of this place. Jesus. No, it's it's my life, isn't it? Yeah, it's my life. It's my life. That's Bon Jovi. Is this what's happened to the program since uh, yeah. I've last been with you? Welcome yeah. back. Hi. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you miss me? Mm-hmm. I drove through. Uh, I drove through George, George Floyd Square twice within the last week, and I'm I'm now grateful, and I'm not being facetious that I wasn't killed. Okay, so are we. Why were you uh, Two murders venturing? within the last week at George Floyd's. Well, I was over checking on something in South Minneapolis uh, and found myself driving home that way, not necessarily even remembering that I would be going through 38th in Chicago, which is a dump. It's a mess. It's, it's hardly... It's a healing place. No, it isn't. It? It's a place to get shot. A shooting at 38th in Chicago and Minneapolis yesterday afternoon. Left one dead and another fighting for his life. This is in broad daylight. Hmm. Officers responded around 1 p.m. for the shoot. I could have literally and easily been driving through there at 1 p.m. yesterday. But my errand was done. Officers responded around 1 p.m. for the shooting 
Sunday at George Floyd Square at the scene, officers found two victims near the abandoned gas station at the intersection who police say both had life-threatening injuries. The men were rushed to the hospital where police say one of them died. The circumstances that led up to the shooting are unclear. Minneapolis Police Spokesman Officer Garrett Parton says it appears some evidence at the scene was removed before officers arrived. And uh, Patton says a 911 caller reported a gun and casings at the scene uh, after the shooting, but they were missing when the coppers got there. Weird. Okay. Mm. We're asking people who has information oh. relating to the evidence, whether you know whether that evi- where it is or who took it, please contact Crime Stoppers, said Parton. It appears the suspect involved ran from the scene on foot. The investigation is ongoing. This is the second deadly shooting at George Floyd Square in eight days. On Saturday, August 6, 29-year-old Mohammed Omar was found lying in the street at 38th in Chicago. A medical examiner's report found he died from multiple gunshot wounds. That investigation is ongoing. Certainly, George Floyd Square has deep meaning for a lot of people, said Officer Parton, especially those who are are there every day trying to invest their lives to try and make make that a place of peace. So a homicide in that area certainly is of extreme concern, but we've had 58 homicides throughout the city. Any community that is impacted by this kind of violence, it's very concerning. Okay, uh, well, hats off to the people who are there every day trying to invest their lives to make it a place of peace, but they're failing miserably. Uh, It is not clean. It is not orderly. There's nothing gracious about it. Uh, There's nothing neat or organized about it. It is an urban mess. I'm so old. How old, old are, are you? you? John, you can back me up. Kenny and Rook, you guys were not here on Friday that uh, I chastised the gentleman uh, sitting across from us for attempting to drive through that area by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked out fine. But my point is, it is not a calming intersection. There's nothing about it that suggests healing or peace or whatever BS we were fed by the elected activists we have serving Minneapolis. Remind me, are there still the barriers? Or were those ultimately removed? No, no, but there's a giant uh, fist statue on uh, Chicago. You kind of drive around that to proceed on 38th. And what almost operates like a roundabout, right? A it's little in the bit, yeah. 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 And, and, and uh, I didn't even notice, is the grocery store still open? Yes, I believe it is. Coops, is that it? Or Cups. 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 And but yeah. but good lord, uh there there's nothing to suggest that that is in any way, shape, or form uh a landmark worthy of some sort of significance or destination. It's uh it's a mess. Well, as you said, the speedway mm-hmm. has been completely abandoned. It's a speedway, right? It's speedway. an urban mess. Yeah. And there's nothing to be proud of, there's nothing there's nothing to suggest anything meaningful whatsoever. And and that's an international uh, destination. People want to see that around the world. You know what? My prediction will be that it rapidly will not be. Just because uh, people are saying we don't give a rats. Because there's nothing to see there. Hmm. It's it's, it's a mess. It's just a mess with spray-painted, clumsily written signs. and whatever, Why do they, you, whatever you imagine as an urban mess, that's 38th in Chicago. 
Why do the residents allow that? Why, I'm why, not sure they have much of a say in it. Yeah, they. I don't think they. Yeah. Well, then, what kind of person is doing that? What kind of in your in your in my right mind? I would not go spray paint. I would not leave a Burger King wrapper there or whatever. Where's the pride? There isn't any. Well, that's remember, that's the, that's the point I'm trying to make. The, it's the auto shop owner that was basically begging. Yes. Do uh, you guys have, you know, the city has to do something here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right well, the city, the city obviously is not doing anything there. Oh. To answer your question, um, um, who are you again? Matthew? Matthew. Uh, feral youth, <laughs> you know, feral youth. Oh, we just keep going. We're getting worse and worse, and why are so many looking the other way for these children, these miscreants that are not being involved in society? Why is that allowed? Oh, I don't know. Do you really have time for me to explain? No. <laughs> Did you see the results of the election last week? That's why it's allowed. I'll yeah. retract my uh, question. You know, and that... That area, it has potential to be a memorial, but like you, like you said, I ran through there uh, late June, and your observations uh, equal mine. It, it was a hellhole. Well, there's a paradox here. Uh, what's what's being memorialized? Let me see if I can phrase this correctly. What's being memorialized and, and quite justifiably might be the reason it's failing is what's being memorialized is the location of where a guy was improperly handled by police. Okay. The, the man himself uh, is not necessarily, George Floyd is not necessarily being memorialized. What strikes me is what's attempting to be memorialized is the location where a bad cop was found out. Okay. Well, yeah, and and man died because of it. Right. And so it's you know, you're not commemorating Lourdes here. Uh you're you're attempting to commemorate a very dark scene in the history of the city. Understood. And so and so it doesn't lend itself to it doesn't lend itself to peace. There was nothing oh. peaceful about George Floyd's death. But you, you would still think this is, this is where I live. I live two blocks away from here. I want to make sure it is maintained and looks good and is uh, attractive to some that may well, come and look. Yeah, uh, but Suits, you really hit on something I hadn't thought of before. It, it, you look other places at other monuments and other places like this, and they're either solemn or they're celebratory. Right. You know, like you go to Gettysburg, um, and, and it's all about the senseless deaths on both sides. Both the North and South are honored at Gettysburg, and it's very solemn. And it's far from a hellhole. Well, it's a national, you know. There, yeah, there's nothing solemn about this. There's nothing reverent about it. But I think the problem that's being faced is uh, the people who would attempt to claim this is a memorial are really fighting against the odds. I mean, they're, they're, they're saying this is where a very bad thing happened. Okay, well, nothing's changed since the bad thing happened. It's, yeah, it's it has, just a lousy fact, sight. It's gotten way, it's way, gotten way worse. worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. In the meantime, we learn that Minneapolis gunfire claims black victims at a disproportionate rate. And this is the data we're going to be using to solve crimes. Right. Uh, 
so I guess that makes gunplay racist. So, uh, wait, could you, in fact, then say that all of Minneapolis and St. Paul, for that matter, is, in fact, a memorial to 38th and Chicago, to George Floyd and to that bad cop? You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say here? Because since that happened, both cities have taken a serious downward turn. Yeah, they really have. They really have. Uh I, I wish that wasn't so, but but it is. Uh, the outgrowth of the Floyd situation has resulted in increase in homelessness, for example. Uh, it's resulted in an increase in crime. It's resulted in an increase of lousy behavior. It's resulted in an increase of shootings. Yes? You know how we always have said, for the last couple of years anyway, the trickle-down effect. You know, if you think in the first ring suburbs, you guys are immune from this. It's coming, and it already has. We've already started to see that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the the Eden Prairies of the world, Brooklyn Center, Brooklyn Parks of the world, the city of Chanhassen, because I'm for whatever reason I'm still on their their newsletter, had to issue uh, from the mayor's office because the panhandling and crime has now started in Chanhassen. Well, last yesterday we had a serious shooting uh, gunplay at Minnehaha Falls. You're park. kidding me. No. I didn't see that. Yep. It's called Waboon Park. Yeah, Waboon. Yeah. Waboon. Late Wabun Saturday, early Sunday. It's like Sunday, a picnic right? grounds. Yeah. It's yeah. a separate. Well, I know exactly where it is. Oh, yeah. so it was late at night. There's a pavilion there. and I thought I thought it was. I'll look it up. But where are, why, a serious question. Okay. Why can't the Reverend Tims and community leaders, the, the guys that are in their 50s and 60s, why can't they wrap their arms around the thuggery? What? what why? Uh, Don Samuels, uh, I, late I, to the I, game. I, I, what, why? Why? Why can't they have their big arms around and say, "Guys, sit down and, and look at what we're doing?" Okay, here. the simple answer would be that train has left the station. The simple answer would be that you don't have family structures in place. And they're just, Rook, the other answer is they're so outnumbered. I mean, for every one Reverend Tim, there's 30 kids that need him. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but the the, the 15-year-old that's on the street right now has a, has a, a mother, right? whether the dad's involved in his life. Why isn't she getting in touch with Reverend Tim's? I'm sure many and do. Say, uh, help my son! Help my son! Uh, lead my son! I need a mentor. I need. Well, I'm sure that happens all the time. And I many know of them are, and many of them are, you know, criminals just like the kid. You know, it's all about the environment and the family they were brought up in. The uh, shooting, by the way, at Minnehaha Falls happened Sunday night around 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm mistaken. 9 p.m. Sunday Remember the night, footage last night. Last night. Remember the last footage night. we had a couple of weeks ago? The young, young, young kids. Toddlers yeah, yeah, yeah. shouting epitaphs. There's your answer, now. Rook. Three years old. That's the answer. They get it right from their parents There's and their parents answer. from them. That there was be. also a, ahead, a series, I don't know if you guys saw it a couple weeks ago in the Star Tribune, where the mothers, single mothers, were trying to get help because they could see their kids veering off that path. Mm-hmm. And they could fi- they had nowhere to go. Literally, they were... Every place they turned to help, whether it would be... I, I thought the Democrats were there for them. Right, for the last <laughs> yeah, well, four decades. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to think, but uh, these mothers were beside themselves. They were trying really hard to keep their kid on the straight and narrow, well, and they were getting so, no help from anyone. Well, those are the people that the Reverend Tim and the people you mentioned help. 
yeah. um, because they're not going to get it from the city, the state, the county, the feds. They're going to get it from guys like uh, the reverend. And and we've we've elected people who have have been too accommodating of this, been too accommodating of crime. Yeah. And and it's uh, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more those cities are ruined. They're completely ruined. And it's happening here. There's and John, not much that, way to overlook it. That mother not finding help is the reason why guys like the Reverend Tim don't belong to a political party, because he knows yeah. the truth about both sides. Yeah. Last year, police counted one black shooting victim for every 150 black residents in Minneapolis, compared to one white victim for every... 3,768 white residents, according to data presented to the city council. White people comprise about 60% of Minneapolis population versus 19% black or African American, according to the census data. Yet only 9% of the shooting victims are white. So far in 2022, compared to 83% black, the data for Minneapolis police show. Two-thirds of the victims also are under the age of 31, and a majority of shootings occurred in specific hot spot areas in north and south Hmm. Minneapolis. The data highlight the compartmentalization of how and where violent crime is surging, and in turn how residents are living starkly different daily realities based on demographics, said uh, City Council Member Latricia Vito, chair of the Committee on Public Safety, who is black and resides in the northern uh, in the Jordan Willard Hay area of the north side. Uh, I don't know where we're supposed to go with this, Latricia. L- Vito noted the police data also found that 89% of shooters were black in cases where race is known in 2022. So are, uh, is the summary blacks are shooting blacks? Yes. And white people are not shooting? They're not shooting anybody. Anybody. Or minimally. Okay, so there's your issue, folks. L- have at it. Let's go. Well, they are, but not at the rate that... that yeah, and you don't have the people in place to have it. Yeah. You've got the wrong people in place, with the exception of the likes of Latricia Vita, who's got a head on her shoulders. But uh, just briefly pause. Don't make this sound like whites aren't doing crimes. Well, they're doing crimes. Oh, but yes, statistically, they are. statistically right. nowhere near the level there's, of black uh, on black There's some new, new stats out this morning also from the uh, BCA. Uh, which will not surprise us. I'll have them in the news mm-hmm. concerning crime mm-hmm. and the uptick that we've hit. So I'll Ooh, have those wait, in the wait, news. Wait, wait, uptick. Wait, wait, wait. Uptick. Oh, that's yeah. uh, Don't ever sorry. use that sorry, term. Bad. My bad. Plus, my circle bad. back. Don't oh, ever say my circle bad. back. Oh, my bad. That's I'm really sorry. Let me run something by you. Don't say that. It's been an iconic At the end of the day. Hi, Kenny. This is Dan. Never say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. you keep that up, I'll hang you up on a gator hook. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Will it hold us? Gator hooks are yeah. one of the coolest things that's ever been invented for the garage in terms of storage. You can, you can reorganize your storage on a whim. These are magnets, but not the Acme cartoon magnets. No. With the horseshoe with the magnets. red tips on it. No. That's mine. <laughs> These are magnets that really hold because they've figured out some way to strengthen the polarity of the magnets. Oh, All right. Another big word. So to release it from a metallic surface, you have to lift up a little plastic flipper 
and boom. Now the magnet comes off and you say, I didn't like it in this corner. No. I'm moving it over to this corner because that's where it makes more sense. I bought a new Triumph and I need to hang it on this mega hook. Yeah, well, you don't want to do that. But let me tell you something. <laughs> These magnets, uh, they turn uh, steel shelves, cabinets, uh, workbenches, fire doors, refrigerators, freezers. Everything becomes a storage space because the key to storage, the key to a well uh figured out garage is to get things off the floor yes okay the, these guys have come up with the magnets that are a better mousetrap they're unbelievable and the uh the uh accessories are increasing by the day where you can put a basket custom. between, hang a basket between two magnets and load up the basket with stuff custom people take them to their work sites their job sites that's right remember you, they showed us the uh the uh beverage holder yeah, there's Beverage all kinds holder. of stuff. Beverage holder. Here, put this right here on your wall. You can see how they work, and you can learn much more at GatorMagnetics.com, G-A-T-O-R, GatorMagnetics.com, and see those gator hooks in action. And once you do, you'll realize, I, yeah, I need about 100 of these things. Right. They really, really make a difference in creating storage. Uh, for in the house... And in the garage, in the shed, right there. at the workplace. Where are you going? Wherever. Bathroom. Gator, yeah, you know? Sure. Hold Ga your toilet paper. Gatormagnetics.com. Dear often absent Kenny, does seafoam actually work? Well, yeah, it works. Seafoam helps lubricate the moving parts, particularly in the fuel system. Ethanol additives in gasoline dry out the seals, leave a varnish that makes it harder for oil to lubricate the parts. Removing this varnish brings the engine back into top working order, promotes longer engine wear life, and helps the entire fuel system resist corrosion. Seafoam stabilizes fuel and controls small amounts of moisture and preserves ignition vapors so engines actually fire up e easily. And thankfully, Seafoam is one of these products that are very easy to find. Convenience stores, auto parts stores, knack hardware stores, frats, big box stores. I've even seen it in grocery stores. The stuff is everywhere. It's a local company with a global reach and a miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Justice and the Souchere. Can't beat it, folks. You can't beat new, beautiful flooring, especially when you go to Redmond's Flooring and Design. You may not know what you want yet. That's why you check out Redmond's Design Store in Anoka. For over 50 years, they've been providing quality, quality service product, carpet, hardwood, tile, vinyl. Need something that's waterproof? Yep, they got that as well. Go to their website, redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. Now you'll find that they work with Mohawk. Mohawk is the name in flooring. All pet protection, the Mohawk all pet protection and warranty is the only carpet protection and warranty for all pets, all accidents, all the time. Your pets are family members. No matter how you live, they got you covered. Soft, luxurious, smart strand, forever clean carpet. Smart strand is extraordinarily clean, exceptionally durable, and it's environmentally friendly. Mohawk's got the ultimate floor for every room in your home that's suitable for all of your pets. It's time to love your floor with your entire family, thanks to the all-pet protection and warranty from Mohawk. Call Redmond's Flooring and Design at 763-316-3332. Tell Mike that you heard it from the rookie. 
and check out the reviews. Free estimates. Yes, it's not an overnight operation. It's Redmond's Flooring and Design. Online at Redmond's, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S dot com. Isn't that cool? It is very cool. Loving it. Um, email over the weekend that I responded to. That's Dylan Height. Saying that uh, he didn't know who the Von Trapp family was either. And that uh, you should take your words back. They were very hurtful. No, well, I'm not taking know, them back. How the hell do you yeah, not you know who know the Von Trapps are? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Family Von Trapps. I haven't even made it all the way through that awful, awful movie. Oh, and no. I know who they are. <laughs> And that made-up story about him escaping Germany. Give me wow. a break, with Kenny. That. I saw them live. Okay. When you watch, oh, sorry. when you uh, watch did, that did movie, did I take a wrong turn? There, <laughs> yeah. When you watch that movie, though, it's really smart to start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> what? When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. You can see him falling for that nun for about day, minute one. Oh, right. Away. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. just, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm puzzled by I mean, by no something. disrespect, but I never, I never knew any fancy nuns. No, I, I, I'm i from the era where that was not necessarily the case. Is it the vowel They weren't poverty? Sally Field? No, and the you know you know uh, what's her name, uh, Maria know. von Trapp. Yeah, what's her real name? Sandy Duncan. Sandy, no, <laughs> Julie Andrews. Julie, Julie Andrews. Andrews. Okay, yeah, she was pleasant looking. I, I have a question about her. In uh, <laughs> sorry, Joe. We have to be particular too. Does she <laughs> have a Trapp. sister? In Julie real Andrews? life, you mean? Yeah, that's also know. an actress. I don't know. I don't think so. She did. Did she so. did she appear naked in a movie? I, I don't did. know. Uh, Julie Andrews? Julie Andrews? In the film S.O.B., directed by her husband, Blake Edwards. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she she does this. Gives ah. us the flash. Oh, boy. Sure. Yeah. She does what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And everybody uh, was horrified. It was. In can the, you timestamp that for me? About where in the movie do I have to fast forward to? <laughs> it's at an award show in the movie. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Good movie if you've never seen it. Very funny. S.O.B. She is 86. Ooh. Well, God bless her. I don't know about. I'm sisters. puzzled by something. Uh, my my. She wasn't uh, really uh, <laughs> big up there, was she? I think it was notable. I think she yeah, was, I think it was okay. Was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So she right. she did. She wanted to get rid of the Mary Matt, Poppins Matt. and the. <laughs> but we're not. Can I move on to something? Hold on. Hold on a second. She was great. We're, in Mary Poppins. Yeah. Wait a second. We're not talking like GGs or, or no. Well, no. Gosh, no. no ages. Very normal woman. Very kind. Uh, hearted. Very kind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very that, kind. Thus and ends my question. Andrews was conceived as a result of an affair her mother had with a family <gasps> friend. Andrews Ooh. discovered her true we, we don't need to parentage know from her mother in 1950. Whoa. So her dad was a cuckold. We don't know. We don't need to know any of this. I'm right here behind the curtain. <laughs> Are you know, coming back tomorrow? Can I, can I say Are you coming back tomorrow? You Hold on, I'm out of videotape. Let me read it. Now is your chance to experience the euphorian version of the sound of music. This is like a movie. Morgan Kiwi, Wolf Slattery, Euphorian. Director of Euphoria's Equity High, 
students who can't sing? Oh, a deer, a female deer. Ray, a pocket full of sun. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's not even the that's lyrics. That's enough. That's not that's the, the lyrics. Wrong words. A pocket yeah. full of sun. Pocket Isn't that what sun? it is? I thought it was. No. Please, it's please. Whoa. It's not a pocket full? I don't know what it was. Why I always thought it was. I think it's a Ray, apocryphal sun. Ray. Ray. A pocket full of sun. Oh. Ray, a pocket full. No, oh. that's not right. No. I, the, my letter carrier no, and his wife uh, just returned from a trip to Europe where they took a river cruise. I don't know if it was on the Rhine oh. or not. Are you going to do oh. an escape with Alps? us vacations? And, then, and I went to Lake Elmo to get some stamps. And then I... Uh, <laughs> I met. I, I talked to another couple last night. They're leaving shortly for a trip to Germany, where they're going to take a riverboat on the Rhine. I mention this because uh, <laughs> I wish I had my copy here. There's a there's the uh, river is very downed. The Rhine is short oh, of water, and these really? people that are leaving most recently, they don't even know if they'll be able to complete the trip. But I'm noticing something. I was alerted to. It's in the Miami Herald. Okay. Centuries old warnings emerge from the riverbed as Europe faces historic drought. Now, this puzzles me. Water levels in rivers across Europe are dropping in the historic drought, revealing hunger stones carved with century-old, centuries-old warnings of famine and hardship. I saw this. Okay. The horrifying boulders are known as hungerstein or hunger stones, local German reporter Olaf Kohns said. Mm. One of the stones is embedded in the Elbe River, or is it Elbe, which runs through the mountains of Czechia through Germany to the North Sea. Czechia? Whatever. Uh, The stone dating back to a drought in 1616. You're keeping records back then. Is once again visible in the dry riverbed. The warning reads, uh, if you see me, weep. Hunger stones like this were used as hydrological landmarks across Central Europe. All right, I have a question. Oh. So this has happened before. Yeah. To the point where the people living at the time carved stones, possibly wishing to warn future generations, look, the river got this low in 1616. Okay. Have a care. This could be coming your way again. Right. And, And it has. So I what think, uh, what can the activists do about this? What can Al Gore do about this? What can uh, Leonardo DiCaprio do about this? Nothing. Keep their mouth shut. If you're carving stones, you, you want to get right to the point, right? Right. You don't want it to be lengthy and wordy. Right. 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 Because you know it's carving. It's hard stone. work. It's hard yeah. work. It's not like sending a text. So so right. you, check this out. Right. You mean to tell me? Okay. You mean to tell okay. me that we're being told? <laughs> That the drought in, in Europe, as it affects the waters, is historic. Well, ap- apparently it is not right. historic. Just like the floods in eastern Kentucky are said to be historic. There's nothing historic about them. We should get Al Gore on the phone. This is, there's, these warnings are hundreds and hundreds of years old. I'm looking at a picture of the carvings in the stones. So hundreds and hundreds of years ago... Before the Industrial Revolution, before SUVs, right. the river got so low, How low, did low it get? Did it that the get? residents carved stones at the river bottom. Huh. 
as a warning to fu- to the future. So what's historic about the flood today? Serious question. What's historic about it? Nothing. Not it a happened. damn thing. It happened. I'm looking at pictures of the stones that you have. Did you see the one below it? Excuse me. It says, for a good time, call funk. And then the one below that says, we're effed now. You know, I'm trying to do uh, some things here. that. uh, Uh The the penmanship is fantastic, though. We appreciate the the, uh, the, the craft. I appreciate the craft. Well, here's something else I'm noticing on a stone I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, a carving of 1616 is written into one stone. Ah. 1799, ah. German words I obviously don't understand, 1921. So wow. again, what is, is, so, what is historic about this? Nothing. There's no... The current force of news-gathering institutions is to present everything as a hysterical... And as a first. So 19, and it's not true. 1921 is 100 years ago. Right. It's cyclical. Well, there's nothing There's nothing historic about this drought in Europe. Nothing. Nothing? There's yeah. nothing historic about eastern Kentucky. There's nothing historic about Lake Mead. There's nothing historic about any of this. But in order to advance an agenda which constitute the ruination of Western civilization, we're told that every meteorological event is a historic first. It's presented with catastrophe and calamity and hysteria, and there's nothing wrong with the world. Nothing. We're now being told that, I guess, the earthquake hysteria didn't scare enough people, so we're now being told that a flood will be the undoing of Los Angeles. <laughs> Catastrophic and a lot of floods. Other cities. Yeah. Yeah, a large part of California. Yeah, will now be underwater. Forget California breaking off in an earthquake. The news gatherers have switched out of flooding. What are we going to do with Brad Pitt's house? That's high up on a rock. Oh. Uh, I, I, I don't know how many times I need to bring in and point this out because obviously GLers understand this. There is nothing historic about what's taking place. And it's particularly noteworthy to see it reach the point where stones were car- not only carved, but the stones were given names, hunger stones. They had, they had a meaning. In other words, in the drought in 1616, it affected crops. Of course it did. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new about this. Nothing? Nothing. Hmm. Well, yeah. By the way, what? We have an update. Breaking wow. news. Um, it's Ray, a drop of golden sun. Yes, a drop Ray. of golden sun. I thought we all looked it up. I did well, too. Well, Pocketful is in there somewhere. Oh. No. Mm, no. Pocketful is in the lyrics. Female no. deer, needle pulling thread. I could, I could sing like the song for you. Pocket full of weed. Have you remembered anything I've said about this? the river Elbe? Elbe? Somebody, Do what somebody now? wrote on some stones yes, or something. Like 1660. Rookie. It was warm for a good time. It's not the first right. time. We're after. Well, Joe, I, I can tell you, I have been looking at the data. Um, and I can tell you that I think the first matchup of the state amateur baseball tournament this weekend is going to be a good one. 
And uh, Kelsey wants us to note that despite the fact that we're ruining the world, yes, we've yeah. discovered a new bird in oh. Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah, it's a it's the offspring of a scarlet tanager and roast rose-breasted grosbeak, uh, distantly related birds whose evolutionary paths diverged ten million years ago. It was recently found in Pennsylvania. Okay, hmm. good hiding. That's a they win the. Um hide-and-seek competition. A birder named Stephen Gosser recently took a stroll through the woods in Lawrence County, Pennsylvania, when he heard he thought was a scarlet tanager. These colorful songbirds are famously difficult to spot, so Gosser followed the sound of the bird's cheerful chick burr call to try to get a good look at it. Busy day for the guy. When the bird finally came into view, Gosser could tell it wasn't a scarlet tanager. The bird did not have the brilliant red body of a male tanager nor the delicate yellow plumage of a female. This bird had brown wings, a speckled chest, and a patch of red feathers on its throat, Mm. not unlike that of a rose-breasted grosbeak. And and so there you... Did he have the obligatory binoculars? I was very confused and perplexed, Ed Gosser, who saw the bird in July of 2020 and has been bird hunting for over a decade. He had never heard of a rose-breasted grosbeak sound anything like a scarlet tanager. Mm. Eager to find out, Gosser reached out to Bob Mulvihill, an ornithologist at the National Aviary in Pittsburgh. Call Bob. With Gosser's help... Aviary staffers located the bird, collected a small sample of its blood from a vein on its wing for genetic testing, and then released it back into the wild. The results of that test published the results of that test published in Ecology and Evolution indicate that the mysterious bird Gosser found was a hybrid of a rose-breasted grosbeak and a scarlet tanager. A hybrid of these two highly diverged species has never been seen before. Not been before. And its discovery raises questions about how many other hybrids may be out there waiting to be discovered. So uh, I guess you answered my main question if he released it. Um, I don't have to ask you if he was using a, t- uh, I don't know, a 410 or a 12 gauge. No, Kenny, this is important. These are important How the things. hell do you catch a bird? Big net. I don't know what Those, they did. Uh, they don't mad. reporting isn't what it used to be, and this is from National Geographic. Those well, these things, uh, these things are they're evasive. They're hard to catch. Let me Everyone see. Everyone has heard that the bird is the word. Yeah, Kenny. <laughs> uh, you know, Joe, have you heard about the bird? No. Yeah, yeah I caught him. How oh, everybody's heard about the bird? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The trash men, right? Isn't that the trash men? Yeah. Yeah. Minneapolis band. You'll soon be joining them. (laughs) 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 These birds are popping up more and more. Birds hybridize. All over the place. They hybridize. Story goes on, does it? If he discovered it, how did he know that it existed? If it if it wasn't around, how did he know that this thing existed? I mean, where do you go? If you're going to split hairs here. Right. Plus, you know what? I well, have a really, That's a really dumb question. No, it really is. Wrong. If you said Sorry. it doesn't no, it's exist. it's a stupid question. No. You didn't listen to what I was doing. I, no. I wasn't listening. I, I will he I knows fess his, up to that. He knows I think it's stuff. legit. I think what he's saying is very legit. No, well, then you're as stupid as he is. Yeah, Kenny. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to be loved. Welcome to the club. Yeah. This guy, this gosser, a birder. Okay. He knows his tanagers and he knows his grosbeaks. 
Sure. And See, he I, saw a bird that was a combination of the two. He didn't know it existed. He pursued it. He went to Bob at Pittsburgh and Bob. said, look what I saw. And they came out and they found it again and somehow captured it enough to take an oil sample. I mean, a blood sample. So they, oil I'm not trying to be oil funny. Sample. So they, in, they just invented this new hybrid bird or they knew about they, it already? They didn't invent it. Nature did. The two birds they got together. They checked the blood. They, yeah. they drew blood from the bird and discovered it had. And the, the larger point the being, which you've I, missed entirely, I'm right over my head. The larger point <laughs> being that uh, nature is a splendid, uh, magical entity that continues to produce surprises while we're told daily I, yeah, that yeah, the yeah. earth's being ruined. I have okay. my doubts about the releasing it part, but who names these things? I, I have a problem with the names of birds. They're also, I don't know. Feminine? Is that the right word? There's no toxic male birds. Right. Well, did, like they, Carlos, did they even right. name ray. this? Auburn Tenebit. Right. Give me a break. See that bird over there? That's a ray. I want a Mack there's, truck bird. You know? I, I want something that when, when you... E eagles, can't eat vultures. Those are... Vulture. Those are good bird. Okay. Birds. No, good every bird once in a while, they'll get a home run. Hummingbird. Yeah. They haven't given this bird no. a name. They haven't given this bird a name. Robin. Well, let's call it Sooch. Yeah. Everyone has heard that the bird is the word. Yeah. The yeah. bald-headed souch. Yep. <laughs> right to the chase there, huh? Monday. Kenny's back. Kenny's Monday. back, by the way. Hi, Joe. Kenny's here. How you doing, Joe? How's it going so far? Let's uh, let's have Hyde give it a try. You know what I want to do? Let though? him try it for a while. Hope you See guys how it are goes more with him. Than yeah. Have yeah. Been so far. If yeah. you are one of those guys walking around the neighborhood with I'm your not. binoculars. Which I think you well, are I've capable of. You, you are like, capable I have of. done that. You do like to monitor the bird feeder. I do like to watch hey, birds. Pretending I'm watching the birds, okay, <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Johnson? Pull the drapes back. Oh, my God. Uh, here we go. Uh, you want to see oh. through clear windows. And the only way to get no, I don't. perfect... I prefer if you want they a be bird dirty. to smoke your window... The only thing you want to do is see through clear windows. Windows that have been squeegeed by the people at Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Now, we've heard reviews from our own garage logicians that said it was very professional and it was very quick. So if you want to do yourself a favor and not climb up on a six to eight foot ladder, get in touch with Kahuna. Veteran-owned, GL-approved, window cleaning, house washing, gutter cleaning, roof washing. They can get that lichen off of your roof. It's that black algae, that moss kind of stuff, and they will do it safely. Call them at 612-888-5248. Write it down, 612-888-5248. You can also go online to kahunawindowcleaning.com, book a cleaning, mention that you're a GLer, and they'll waive the trip charge. Can't wait for Kahuna, for Kahuna to get out to my house so I can have... Beautiful, clear windows. And you know what? If you want to get the gutters clean, they'll do the same thing as well. Just call them and make an appointment. 612-888-5248, kahunawindowcleaning.com. What do you do when you want to see all of your favorite power sports brands, all of them, and see the latest motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-side, -side, sleds, electric scooters, all at one spot? Well, obviously, you already know the answer. You visit Moon Motorsports in Monticello. 
They're just 25 miles west of the metro and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Let Moon Motorsports, their knowledgeable sales parts service specialist, show you how to elevate your riding experience. And Moon, guess what? They're going to buy your used bike, your ATV side-by-side or sled. Go to Moon Motorsports, get a quick and easy machine appraisal, and you'll be out the door with cash. They are Moon Motorsports, Ducati, BMW, Triumph, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, and Skidoo. They do them all there, uh, and they're really easy to find. South side of 94, west of 25 in Monticello, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. So, I think I mentioned this last week, but it's worth repeating. Uh, I'm talking about my friends at Hofferman Water, by the way. I got the call from Jim. The new drinking system is going to be going into my home sometime here in the next couple of weeks. We just got to work on the details. But, listen, I'm telling you right now, great water is a luxury to have and that's why i would recommend my friends from hofferman water they offer sales service and rental units for Connecticut water treatment systems that of course includes water softeners iron rust and odor filtration systems and drinking water systems which i'm going to have installed a new system from Connecticut will do so many things that other softeners cannot do it will cut down on your salt usage but it's also going to protect your appliances bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home Listen, you get a new system from Connecticut, your showers are better. Yeah, your laundry is too. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I am a proud customer of Hofferman Water, and you will be too. 952-894-4040, or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. Proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Brah. Here is John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. If a uh, quick production meeting, if I may, and Joe, you know I love you, right? You yeah, know I love you. But Chris, I think you it's a strong back. like. You got to go back about a minute and find the video of Joe yawning with his professor Irwin Corey here, <laughs> and you got to post that online because it's an amazing, amazing shot. All right. Okay. Noted. Now, copy. <laughs> noted. Now to the news. Uh, This morning, ex-officers Tu Tao and J. Alexander King rejected a final plea deal of 36 months from the state. The deal would drop the highest offense of aiding and abetting second-degree murder and then require both defendants to admit to aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. The deal would have run concurrently with the federal sentence they received earlier this year in the death of George Floyd. King was sentenced to three years in prison. Tao was sentenced to three and a half. During the hearing, Tao said it would be a lie and a sin to accept this plea deal. His attorney said during Monday's hearing that Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison had once offered 24 months in a previous deal. Kang and Tao's jury trial is currently scheduled to begin in October. If convicted on the top count, both men could face more than 12 years in state prison. New state crime report I uh, hinted about earlier shows that, not surprisingly, violent crime spiking significantly last year, both in the Twin Cities metro and in greater and in Greater Minneapolis. The Minnesota Bureau, uh, Greater Minnesota, I'm sorry, Greater Minnesota. Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension's latest report shows that violent crimes jumped by 21.6% statewide. That increase was even more significant in the seven-county metro area. Violent crimes up 23.9% compared to a 16% increase in Greater Minnesota. 
The increases in violent crime were across the board. Reports of murders up 8% from 2020, aggravated assaults up 33%, rapes up 11%, robberies up 2%, and vehicle thefts also increased 8%, reaching the highest total since 2001. Arson reports inched up by less than 1%. Uh, there were decreases in a few areas, including a 14% drop in burglaries and a marginal drop in larcenies. Additionally, 24 officer-involved shootings were reported last year, five fewer than in 2020. And use of force incidents dropped by 33% to 30 instances last year. Of those, BCA says 13 were fatal, 11 resulted in serious injuries, and 7 did not result in any injuries. Hennepin County Medical Examiners identified the man who died in a stabbing incident in the Wyndham Park neighborhood of Minneapolis on Friday. The medical examiner identified the man who died as 32-year-old Ryan Peterson and ruled the official cause of death as multiple sharp force injuries. Police responded to the 1800 block of Arthur Street Northeast around 740 in the morning Friday for a report of someone trying to break into a home. Police said an investigation revealed a man and woman were home sleeping when a man who knew the woman broke into the house. Police said the woman in the home had filed a temporary harassment order that had yet to be served against the man who broke in. Officers found a man later identified as Peterson suffering from the apparent stabbing inside the home. He died at the scene. The woman was able to escape from the home. Police said the Wisconsin State Patrol arrested the stabbing suspect later in the day in Wisconsin. The incident remains under investigation. As you talked about earlier, Joe, Minneapolis police responding to reports of a shooting at the intersection of East 38th Street in Chicago Sunday afternoon. About 10 to 1, officers arrived at the area known as George Floyd Square, located two men in their 20s, suffering from life-threatening gunshot wounds. Officers performing first aid until victims were taken by ambulance to Hennepin County, uh, Hennepin County Healthcare. One man died at the hospital, and the second man remains hospitalized with life-threatening Wounds. Anyone with info is asked to contact Crime Stoppers online or at 800 222 Nurses with the Minnesota Nurses Association are voting today whether or not to strike. The union says 15,000 nurses have been working without a contract since June. Earlier this month, union members held a no-confidence vote for hospital executives across the state. The union is asking for improved staffing numbers and better preparations for future pandemics, along with better pay. Both Alina Health and Essentia had previously stated they are committed to reaching an agreement and avoiding a possible work stoppage. A Minneapolis community members can weigh in on a new three-year contract with a union that represents Minneapolis police during a meeting tonight, Monday night. Earlier this year, Mayor Jacob Fry formed a working group to develop priorities for the contract. The listening session at the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Park Recreation Center is scheduled from 6 to 7.30 tonight. After the session, there will be one more public listening session, which is scheduled for next Tuesday. The current contract between the City of Minneapolis and the union expires at the end of 2022. I don't like the term listening session. Yeah. I just don't like it. What is a listening mm-hmm. session? It's just a meeting? You just shut up and listen. Okay. <laughs> That's you, kind of what no, we do you, here. Are you telling it? me that right now? Or yes. Is that, oh. Yes. That's okay. what we always do, Chris, like yeah. the last, when we talked about the right. birding. Talking thing. about we the birds. We were having shut. a listening session. Kind, kind of. Thing. Sort of. <laughs> Next door to us, North Dakota voters will decide this fall whether to legalize recreational marijuana. Today, Secretary of State Al Jagger said his office accepted 23,368 of over 26,000 signatures submitted July 11th by supporters of the ballot measure. 
Petitioners needed almost 16,000 signatures to prompt a public vote, easily surpassed that number. The 19-page measure allows uh, seeks to allow people aged 21 or older to buy and use recreational marijuana under certain conditions. It also sets up the framework for the sale of marijuana within North Dakota, a process that would be implemented by the State Department of Health and Human Services. John, am I an Similar, idiot? I, mean, I know I am. Yes, I thought sir. it already was legal. In North Dakota? No. God, no. It is in South Dakota, right? That I do not know. Who cares? Oh, I... Sorry. Similar... Similar petition drives have failed in recent years. Let's talk more yeah. about birds. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that situational things in the Blink states. The Let's newscast. talk about that. What Henry just found an orange got, one in uh, a tree. He's looking at Mrs. <laughs> Nelson and he found a new bird. <laughs> no, you're picturing uh, Back to the Future. Where he's up in the tree. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 Joe. Just barrel forward. Right forward, John. Well, I was kind of amused there. Well, you shouldn't be. <laughs> At least one lawyer for former President Trump signed a written statement in June asserting that all material marked as classified and held in boxes at Mar-a-Lago had been returned to the government. The written declaration was made after a visit on June 3rd to Mar-a-Lago by Jay Bratt, the top counterintelligence official in the Justice Department's National Security Division. Uh, of course, that wasn't true. Eleven boxes of materials that were still classified were found last week. Trump asserted over the weekend he had declassified all the materials, but experts say it's likely that never happened, as there is a process that involves paperwork that was never followed. Meanwhile, Senator Rand Paul is calling for the Espionage Act to be repealed amid the investigation. Paul says the Espionage Act is an egregious affront to the First Amendment. The warrant uh, shows federal law enforcement was investigating Trump for removal or destruction of records, obstruction of justice, and violating the Espionage Act. That can encompass crimes beyond spying, such as refusal to return national security documents upon request. Conviction under the statutes can result in imprisonment or fines. As for this morning, former President Trump uh, said that his aides reached out to the Department of Justice to offer, quote, whatever we can do to help, saying the temperature has to be brought down after a spike in threats against law enforcement following the FBI's search at the Mar-a-Lago estate. Author Salman Rushdie taken off a ventilator over the weekend, and he is able to talk. Rushdie remained hospitalized with serious injuries. Fellow author Atish Tazir, though, tweeted Saturday night that he was, quote, off the ventilator and joking around. Earlier in the day, the man accused of attacking him Friday at the Chautauqua Institution, a nonprofit education and retreat center, pleaded not guilty to attempted murder and assault charges in what a prosecutor is calling a pre-planned crime. An attorney for Hadi Matar entered the plea on his behalf during his arraignment in Western. Iran denies knowing anything about this. Yeah. You believe him? No, I don't believe any of them. What's the most bizarre fact of this story? I don't know. The fact that Salman Rushdie still exists or is... I'm only 75. Well, yeah, but he hasn't written any I Hate Ayatollah books lately. I have no idea. Isn't that what Ricey said you should have did with Waterline? I should have ripped the Irans. No, his dad. Ah, his dad never liked the Ayatollah. He <laughs> <laughs> would have sold more books. <laughs> Delays in getting kids vaccinated during the COVID-19 pandemic and anti-vaccination sentiment in general may be fueling 
the most serious threat of polio in the U.S. in years, raising alarms in New York and California. In the last few weeks, health officials in New York identified the first person in almost a decade in the U.S. to be diagnosed with polio. The person suffered paralysis. Since then, the polio virus has been found in wastewater, not only in two counties in that area where the patient lives, but also as of Friday in New York City. The virus could be rebounding worldwide. The Jerusalem area this year suffered an outbreak, and the virus showed up in London wastewater in June. So just because there was a vaccine doesn't mean polio was obliterated from the landscape. It, it, it lives. Polio lives. <sighs> right. Yeah. I didn't know that you had to keep up with, what is it, four shots I ain't getting for polio? another one. Really? Yeah, that's what four I uh, learned yesterday. Really? Over the course either. of time, I didn't know that. I don't think my parents kept up with the shots. Who's dead? Who, I, right. was just gonna I say thought we only anybody. got one. That's why polio is still around. you got to wipe her out. You, you, you can't take this stuff lightly. No, I know. This is serious stuff. That's right. At, at least 41 people are dead in Egypt after a fire ripped through a packed church. Ten oh. of the victims in Cairo are thought to be children, with those who watched recounting horrifying scenes of people jumping from upper floors in an effort to get away from the thick black smoke. The cause of the blaze in the working class Imbaba district's Abu Safin Church of Coptic Christians was not immediately known, but police said an initial investigation points to an electrical short circuit. Scientists say having a daily bowl of grapes could potentially add up to five years to one's lifespan. Here I go. Here I go. For, yeah, for Mr. Sushre, who eats grapes every lunch, don't Had you know? A lot Pretty of much. grapes today, a lot of grapes. You eat lunch no early? Shortage. Yeah. Hmm. Why would you want to add years to your life? I like grapes. <laughs> you know the damage you've done to your body over the years. You think a handful of grapes is doesn't anybody just want to get it over with? Oh my go. God! I think meet, uh, that's meet, the line of the day. The show should just end right meet now. Meet the maker. He called There's home. There's no, sh no shortage of research showing how processed foods can wreak havoc on your gut and overall health. That's right. Uh, could the popular fruit help wipe out some of the yes. harms from junk food? But with with grapes, don't you eat ham, right? Processed ham. I'll, I'll eat. I'll here. eat. I'll eat anything if I can top it off with grapes. Because grapes counteracts whatever I just isn't ate. Isn't that exactly you. what Marjorie you. told you at the fair? I don't recall. A couple of years ago, she eats all. You asked her the secret to a yeah. long life, and she said fruits and vegetables, and I like grapes. Yeah. I think I'm she almost positive it. she yeah. said that. Yeah. And she said you, something about your house and yeah. how much <laughs> you make. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I like uh, research. Show. I like blueberries too. The blueberries oh, are that's good. Great. For I, I personally, oh, I like turtles. Yeah, I like a nice big can of Monster Energy. I like strawberries. I like fruit, man. Fruit's not a problem for I me. Had, I could live on raspberries. Yeah, I had a lot of watermelon this morning. Yeah, that's mostly yeah. water. These are a few melon. of my good favorite skin, things. The when the seeds sun. spit, when the dee, flowers dee, bloom. Dee, dee. Grapes <laughs> are rich in chemicals that boost gut bacteria and lower cholesterol. Now, uh, one word of caution here. Uh, it should be noted the research was partly funded by the California Table Grape Commission. Oh, those which nasty provided, devils. Provided the grapes. I don't care. It still makes sense to me. Grapes are very good. Is that those purple raisins? No, they were raisins. I like Doritos. Raisins used to be grapes. <laughs> and they just dry out? I think so. Wow. Nicotine. All right, then. There is a uh, teacher shortage. Some school districts are going to great lengths to try and get teachers. A lot of folks leaving the profession among the various reasons given. Well, there's a lot of older teachers who are going to be retiring. Uh, younger teachers leaving because of not enough pay, long hours, and 
pressure now being put on by school boards and parents concerning what they can teach. Des Moines Public Schools is offering a $50,000 incentive to teachers wow. who, are, who are nearing retirement to stay with the district through the next school year. Recipients there. Don't tell me we don't have any money. Right. These aren't even new recruits. These are existing. I think kids would be better off if there was just no school at all. Uh, And the whole process. Uh, We don't know that. And throw in the towel. Recipients in Des Moines have to be 60 years old by June 30th, 2023, and have a minimum of 15 years at Des Moines Public Schools to be eligible. So far, and uh, this shows you the age of teachers in Des Moines, 58 have already taken the offer. So. They must have a lot of teachers uh, up there, shall we say? Sure. That's quite a chunk of money from Des Moines, isn't it? 50K? Des Moines, they have some money in Des Moines. Yeah. Hmm. The Florida Department of Education announced it would issue a temporary teaching certificate to veterans, quote, who have not yet earned their bachelor's degree. Critics say the staffing strategies are a stopgap, not a solution. There's no evidence that the teacher shortage will ease any time soon. Well, John, have I told you something? What's that, Joe? Birds? We got the official food on a stick, you know, is Prano Pup. Really? Yeah. Yeah, You got your Prano Pups and you got your corn dogs. And uh, Prano Pup is the better dough, right, Rook? It's... uh I prefer the Prano, Prano Pup. Prano Pup. It's a better um, yes. the mix. It's difference? a better it's a better batter. It's like a pancake better almost, batter. isn't yes. it? On a Prano Pup? It's a better batter. A sweeter batter. It's a better batter. It's a yeah. wiener done in a bun. Yep. And uh, mustard, no ketchup. Okay, mint, and here's what mustard. I like. It's the first food on a stick at the fair and it dates to nineteen forty seven. Yeah. Okay, wow. so there's some nostalgia there by the Carnes family, Greg and Wayne Carnes. Yes, Greg is they've been GLers. huge fans of the show. Well, here's years. the most important thing when you're at the fair, why you should get a Prano pup. You know what you can get you can get two of these. I would have I have one in each hand. One in each hand. Just regular. They're holding prices at the twenty nineteen levels. They are what? not gonna nice. they're not gonna jump all over this inflation crisis okay. to raise prices. They have eight locations throughout the fairgrounds and and so we're going to support Prano Pups this year. It's the official food on a stick in Garage Logic. In fact, when you come to the State Fair and watch Garage Logic, I'm going to have a Prano Pup this year at noon. Come up directly to Joe and ask him which one of his locations is the best. Yeah, there's and eight. Your favorite. There's eight. There's eight of them to choose from. Right. This That's is your... all new to me. Um, Damn, they're good. Yeah, I want one right now. I do Does total. this, in fact, mean that there will be an endless supply of Prano Pups well, in the back room? Really it could. Wanted, uh, it could mean that. We're not allowed to bring that up, Chris? Well, I don't know about endless supply. We Let's just say Greg is very generous. Yeah. The, the family's you very generous. You know those guys? Yes, for years. St. Paul guys? or uh, I don't know if they're St. Paul. They're Minnesota people, but they're huge fans of Garage Logic, yeah. and they've been doing it forever, and they do a fantastic job. They employ people, and they just have a blast and embrace the Think fair. Think of the interesting twist that that's going to have. We're going to have to change the song to the Prano Pup Blues. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we can't. It can't be the corn dog blues. Anymore. No, it's the Prano Pup. Prano Pup blues. All right, Johnny, it'll be the Prano Pup blues. You'll have to play. Dang. All right, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, and that's a blues riff and B, right? Yeah. Watch me for the changes and uh, try to keep up. It's our second Back to the Future reference yep. today. Russia is reportedly failing to pay military reservists and volunteer units who are fighting in Ukraine, as well as Russian laborers who are being brought into occupied regions. Russian reservists and volunteer soldiers have reported that Russian authorities have failed to pay them. All of this according to an analysis from the Institute for the Study of War, a think tank based in Washington, D.C. 
The recruits told Adele.reli website they have no experience but are being tapped as commanding officers leading companies around uh, that uh, area. Russia has also failed to provide sufficient food, ammo, or cigarettes to soldiers, according to Adele.reli. Russia has also failed to provide for the funeral arrangements of volunteer soldiers killed in action. And it's being said the folks who are returning home from Ukraine report having felt deceived. I suppose pup. I was wondering why they're called Prano pups, but that must come from dog. Hot you dog, know, dogs sure. are puppies. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Prano dog is not very alliterative, so they went with Prano pup. I think we'll probably ask Greg about that. I'm going to ask him about that next time I see oh, him. I don't know. We might. This is, this is why you're the mayor. I never would have. It never would have occurred to me to think even about that. Right. So well, I, I got curious, you know, probably. Johnny, oh, yeah. you were just talking about Russians in Ukraine, right? Yes, I was. So last week. Um, Bet those boys would like a Prano pub. They probably would. I have a story, though, and I'm going to let you in. Uh, my friend that works at the airport had to remove and not allow three Russian guys. One guy got on. He had to be removed. Two guys he didn't let on because they were. Uh, drinking their own mini bottles. You can't uh, do that at, on the, uh, on board the aircraft on their flight prior to Minneapolis. They got a little upset with me, mm-hmm. and you, you mean your your friend? They got upset uh, with, your friend. with my friend at the airport. Yeah. And as they were leaving, uh, I told them, you know, July Wodachi, good luck. And uh, <laughs> he said, I I hope that your family uh, stays healthy. Uh, we will make sure of that. Should I be nervous? Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. That, that's not, not sure, good. Should I be nervous? You were dealing with some commies? Uh, they were uh, They were a little unruly. Were they, were they half in the bag? Uh, one was. The other two uh, seemed well, like they were okay. Don't they wake up half in the bag? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't nervous, though. And when I told my wife that, she looked at me and said, what? See, I wouldn't yeah. have told the wife. Why, yeah, that's why probably put one that of those burden of fear. In that's there. one of See, those stories. Your your friend has made a couple of very critical errors. Uh, no, as Joe mentioned, number one, yeah. your friend should not have told his wife that. No, you don't tell the and wife. Number that. two, your friend also shouldn't have told you the story in which you just broadcast this to hundreds of thousands of people and, and many and Russians then, who listen to this show and now now know who you are. Yeah, I mean who your friend is. I'm sorry. Any Ruski listens now? Subuya chayre show. Subuya chayre show. What's that mean? Everything will be okay. Go bleep yourself. Yeah. San Diego. <laughs> Spiceva. Oh, man, this okay. one is tough. A scorned wife got the ultimate revenge on her unfaithful, uh, unfaithful husband in Australia by taking out a full-page newspaper ad that referred to the, quote, filthy cheater. Oh, how's the it woman, read? The woman, known only as Jenny, outed Steve in the Australian paper McKay and Whitsunday Life. In a premium placement ad spot, Steve got his comeuppance for his alleged ways. In simple, big, bold text, Jenny wrote, Dear Steve, I hope you're happy with her. Now the whole town will know what a filthy cheater you are. From Jenny. P.S. I bought this ad using your credit card. Ooh. Where'd the ad run, John? In the newspaper. Uh, Full-page ad in a Sunday newspaper I in see. Australia. I see. She didn't really take it very far, though, did she? She didn't. I mean, that was, that she was didn't it. get into his anatomy or how wouldn't brilliant you, he is. Wouldn't you think rather than uh, buying an ad in the newspaper where you're not going to get every coverage at all, you just you know put it on Instagram and it's free and you can see more people? I would call the GL podcast and ask Such to uh, get that ad on the air right yeah. away. <laughs> well, the uh, Whitson Day does have it. A, 
<laughs> Evidently. <laughs> oh, my God. The Whitson Day apparently has 50,000 readers every Sunday. It's in the Great Barrier Reef sure. region. Which oh, is healthy, so, by the way. Right. The Great very, Barrier very, Reef so is very, very healthy. Well, thank you, John. You uh, know what? Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Certainly. You know yes, what that certainly. guy should do for his wife? Get her some candles. Yeah. He should. Or shoot new he shoes? Should, he should. Which one are we here? No, he should make the world <laughs> even. What is it again? And the, the world, world was uneven. The earth. Well, and the earth was... You will make the earth even if you give someone a candle. And there's no olive branch better than a spiral light candle. It's perfect. doesn't matter the color. doesn't matter the scent. What matters is you're not burning boring candles. You're not giving the gift of boring candles you got a spiral light candle that burns in a circular motion. Go to their website and see it for yourself. Spiralightcandles.com, a garage logic company started in the garage. And they also are going to be at the Minnesota State Fair. And when you go to see them in the grandstand, give them a wink and a nudge and ask them about the cylinder index candle only available at the Minnesota State Fair. Where are they in the grandstand? They're right inside there. They're, the they're main up, floor. They're right over there. there. Uh, I'm not sure where they're going to be this year, but when I when I do find out, I'm going to get their booth location yeah. and give it out over there. Because upstairs air. makes me nervous to go up. In the, in well, they got elevators. Oh, they're 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 good. But I'll tell you what. Uh, you tell them that the rook sent you. Get your cylinder index candle, and it's a great peace offering for the uh, wife, for the, your pops, for your ma. Whoever a the Russian th- you kicked off the airplane. Right. Exactly. What a that's a wonderful olive branch for the Russians. Go! Tell them the Rook sent you. Spiralightcandles.com. Scented, unscented, colors available. And again, they're featuring the Cylinder Index Candle at Spiralightcandles.com. Evidently, Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe really loves the Minnesota State Fair because he's offering up an early State Fair special. 10% off all safes or save 20% on Liberty safes through August 25th. Uh, but you're going to need to stop into Maple Grove Lock and Safe and chat with Rich to nail down the right safe that's going to work for you. Uh, yeah, and you'd think that would be easy enough to do at home, but Rich has over 100 safes in stock, and no two people and no two safes are alike. Keep that in mind. Uh, it's what I've been preaching for many, many years, the Liberty Safe, the best safe you can buy in the United States. It's made right here in the United States by upstanding American citizens. Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Get familiar with the lineup and the different levels of protection from both fire and the Johnny Sneakums of the world. Uh, again, it's uh, the early state fair special, 10% off all safes or 20% off select Liberty safes through August 25th at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. On Friday, and I can't remember the context, but... Uh... John Wilkes Booth came up, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, and Dr. Samuel Mudd came up. What was the context, John? There was a fellow named Mudd in the news. That's right. That's what right. he was, and you were wondering if he was related. If he operated on Abraham Lincoln. Well, Tim Groutman writes, on Friday we're talking about Dr. Samuel Mudd and John Wilkes Booth. Here is the conclusion to that story. Twelve days after John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln, broke his leg jumping from the balcony, and was treated by Dr. Samuel Mudd, 
He was cornered in a barn in rural Virginia. Booth begged the Union soldiers to shoot him, but they were under strict orders from Edward Stanton, Secretary of War, to take Booth alive. However, Boston Corbett shot Booth in the back of the head, claiming Booth was going for his carbine. This claim was not witnessed by any other soldier. Current speculation is he shot Booth so he could brag about it. Corbett was arrested, questioned, and shortly thereafter released to a hero's acclaim. The guy's name was Boston Corbett. Corbett later became super religious and was nicknamed Glory to God Guy. He later moved to Missouri where he descended in and out of serious mental illness. Growing tired of being harassed by authorities in Missouri for his erratic behavior, he moved to Minnesota and ultimately Hinckley. Boston Corbett died September 1, 1894, in the Great Hinckley Fire at the age of 62, along with 14, uh, 418 others. The fire was the result of two months of drought and historic high temperatures. The temperature in the fire reached 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit and melted kegs of nails into one mass not even seafoam could undo. It was so hot, train wheels melted and fused to the railroad tracks. A wonderful book written about the fire by author Daniel Brown is named Under a Flaming Sky. It's a real page-turner. Mr. Brown also wrote Boys in the Boat. Keep questioning government officials Tim Groutman. So Boston Corbett, who killed John Wilkes Booth, ultimately moved to Minnesota and died in the Hinckley Fire. Samuel, Samuel Munn. Hmm. Interesting. I'll be damned! <laughs> <laughs> Only because they come to us. That was a very sidekick in the can response. It really was. It really was. was Fantastic. Dynamite Uh, drop in, Monty. uh, (laughs) Only because they come to us all the way from Mpumalanga, South Africa. When are they moving? When are they traveling? When are they getting out of there? They like to travel, Pat. I know, but they've been in the same place. Well, they like it. There's nature there, and you can see it all on WorldwideWaftage.com. On this date in 1875, Bishop Thomas L. Grace dedicated the Church of St. Michael in Stillwater with Father John Ireland presiding. The press of the day acclaimed it as the finest church in the state. Uh, I wonder if it still exists. The Church of St. Michael in Stillwater. Staff, anyone? Anyone? Uh, On this day in 1933, the Barker Carpus Gang robbed South St. Paul Swift and Company of its $30,000 payroll. That would have been a lot of money. Police officer Leo Paviak died in the ensuing shootout. And finally, on this day in 2011, President Obama started a three-day bus tour with a town hall meeting in Cannon Falls. After the meeting, his motorcycle traveled down... Uh, his, his motorcade, what? I'm sorry, okay. his motorcade traveled down Highway 52 through Zumbro, Rochester, Chatfield, Fountain, Preston, and Harmony on its way to the seed exchange in Decorah, Iowa. I wonder if he stopped and had a spirit at our friends at Harmony Spirits. Yeah, have. What did we find out about St. Michael's St. Church? St. Michael's still exists at 611 3rd Street South in Stillwater, Minnesota. I bet it's gorgeous. At the time, it, it was considered the finest pretty. church in the state. Yes, looks very pretty. Patrick, and according to the messages, it has a good fish fry. Wonderful. And Patrick, uh, you've joined us early for Monday Night Sports Talk. Well, this is the weekend, uh, Joe, the time of the year every race fan waits for uh, in Minnesota. 
BIR Raceway will be hosting the Lucas Oil Nationals Drag Racing for the 40th year in a row. Starts on Thursday, ends on Sunday. You got a full uh, uh, group of forces up there. John Force still going and his daughters and the whole crew. Uh, this is uh, in tremendously fast stuff, of course, if you've been there. It's loud. Be prepared to be loud. They go 330 miles an hour, August 18th to the 21st, Thursday through Sunday. Every ticket comes with a pit pass, and kids 12 and under get in free. Go to BIRMN.com. You want to be in Brainerd this weekend. A lot of people have been up there every year. They wouldn't miss it. And uh, they have the zoo, too, if you want to go camping or if you just want to go and see how the other half lives. Head for the zoo. (laughs) BIRMN.com. Get your tickets this weekend. The drag races are back for the 40th straight year at BIR. Fantastic. Thank you, GLers. Yes. Will that conclude today's episode, Joe? Yes, and you're all going to have a 6 o'clock meeting. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> if you could do us a favor before that meeting, GLers, and hit the old subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube page, we would appreciate it because there we are posting daily content for your enjoyment. You can also follow us along on all of our social media channels, which is, of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And don't forget to sign up for that newsletter coming very soon at the website, which is, of course, garagelogic.com. See you guys at the meeting. Yeah, save me a spot, John.